Hey, hey, so Ben, hey, Ben got to holler at us, though, real quick. It's sad, though. You want to know why I'm sad? Because coming out of LSU, and he, again, for basketball players, for basketball fans who actually watch the game, then more than a casual fan, I would say, there was nothing new about this. What is disappointing about Ben Simmons' performance? Let me tell you what's disappointing the effort and then to come out and say he had a bad offensive game yo i just got a notification saying that ben said he's gonna switch his dominant hand nigga (laughs) you decided until after the series to figure out that she was gonna go to another hand and it's the cold part about it because when they had a private run you know what i mean when they have the private runs in these pri in, in, in these gyms yo he be going to work he goes to work, the workouts. I remember the thread drooling over this nigga in the offseason. Some of them. Some of us. And I, I wouldn't necessarily call him an elite defender. I would say this. He puts more effort in than a lot of other players that are proclaimed to be defensive specialists. We don't have none of those. It, it, not in this era. It's not too many cats that's locked down defense. Except for... I want to say Drew Holiday. And maybe that's a mixture of technique, skills, and a lot, a, a little bit more of effort. Because that's basically what you're going to get out of this generation of players is just playing with a little bit more effort. You know what I mean? Like, you know how they say James Harden doesn't play any defense? He actually can play defense. Just with effort. Right? Ben Simmons just happened to be 7'4". Wingspan is as long as Melrose. You know what I mean? So he's an elite defender by, you know, that that criteria. Now, as far as his offense, it's sad, bro. That's you you pretty much let your team down. And I get it. Everybody's dragging this guy on the timeline. I'm not gonna be that harsh. You know what I mean? I don't I I, I I like Ben, you know what I mean? And I understand that he could be struggling mentally. I never really knew players like this struggle like that. I mean, he, and not, not only that, though. Um, number one pick, if you, let's go through that draft class real quick. Because when you look at Ben Simmons, and prior to him, we had defensive specialists like Cash that just really focused on hustling, rebounding, uh, making it, just trying to make it as difficult as possible for you know, uh, towards the other stars or superstar players on the opposite team, the Rajah Bells, the Ruben Pattersons. Like, you had these cats back in the day um, that were just coming in just to lock down some Mookie Blaylocks. But these niggas actually did score, though. I mean, they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't known for being offensive players. That's what I'm saying. But the effort that they put in, though. And the thing that separates them from what, you know, from Ben Simmons is that none of these niggas was a number one pick. This nigga being right off the board, man. This is the same draft where they had, well, who? Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown. I think Pascal Siakam was in this draft. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon was in this draft. Jamal Murray, Buddy Hill, which the Lakers is looking at right now. You know what I mean? Like all of the, I don't, all of those players that I just said, I feel personally would put in work with Embiid. Shit, who else? Um, who, who's my boy we make fun of? Denzel Washington. Denzel Valentine. I said Denzel Washington. Denzel Valentine. 
I don't know. Yo, yo, I, I believe even he would put in better effort on trying to score than Ben. I think he got to the line, what, twice that game? And and and, and scoring nothing in the fourth? <sighs> yeah, man. I d I don't I don't I mean five, eight, and thirteen. That's nasty. Though those stats belong to uh maybe not even well, five, eight, and thirteen, that is a terrible that's a terrible game for a backup point guard. In a way. I mean thirteen assists, I mean, yeah, but Bro, they needed you. If Ben Simmons can average somewhere between, let's just say somewhere between 18, maybe 24 points a game, regular season, because in the playoffs, that shit has to go. If your points doesn't go up in the playoff, something else got to go up. Maybe the rebounds, maybe the assists, but you for sure got to walk out of there with a double-double, Ben, especially at that height. Especially at that height, bro. And the thing is, it's no, it's nothing more than just effort at this point. There's a lot of cats in the league that don't know how to shoot. There's a lot of cats in the league that still can't dribble with their left hand. There's a lot of cats in the league that doesn't ha- really have a dominant hand when it comes to certain things. There's a lot of cats that can't shoot free throws. But put the fucking effort in, though. Get to the rack. You was getting to the rack at LSU. You were. Every bit of it, but it's college. The level of competition is not the same like the NBA. You're going against top-tier guards minus a couple of teams, and even those guards that play for those trash-ass teams are still some of the best players in the league. And 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 they're basically, you know, at, at some point, if they're not proven, they might not be a star, they might not even be a superstar, but if they're still trying to prove themselves to stay in the league, they coming for your meal, buddy. So even if they don't have a household name, they still going to come after you. It's nothing easy in the league, but the thing is, you got the talent to be a starter in the league. Who in the hell is going to turn Ben into a four or a three when he can't shoot? Or I ain't even say can't shoot. He just don't want to shoot. What is he going for? The most efficient player of all time with the less amount of shots? That's got to be his goal. That's got to be his goal. Embiid and Tobias showed up. A combined 55 points and 25 rebounds. That technically, that's supposed to be you. What Tobias Harris did, that's what you supposed to have done. And Tobias was, would just have to pick up the slack. You go out like that, we'll get to KD in a minute. You go out like that, I have nothing to say about you. Cats get criticized, not just in the regular season, but on their playoff performances in certain moments as well. There's different type of criticism when it comes to certain moments in that playoff matchup. And we're talking about game seven against Atlanta. Yo, this is about to be the nastiest Eastern and Western Conference of all time. The nastiest. Are we still going to watch? Absolutely. We're basketball fans. Absolutely. And we need Kawhi and we need CP3 back. Because it's nasty right now. Not too many people expected Atlanta to get that far. I didn't even expect Atlanta to get past the Knicks. It happened. And I, and I sure enough didn't have Atlanta getting past Philly. 
And it's about to be nasty business on that side. And, I, and truth be told, I didn't expect Milwaukee to get past Brooklyn uh, because I felt, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Seth Curry showed up, though. 16 points. And he, and he played five less minutes than Ben. Ben played 35. Seth played 30. Yet and still, Seth came out with 16 points. That's 11 more points than Ben. Dwight Howard gave them nothing. Can't criticize him, though. He's not even a starter. Not even one of the top cats coming off the bench. He's, he was supposed to be an important piece to them, though. Let's not, let's not do that, but... I don't expect DH39 to fill in for Ben. <laughs> no. No, he's... He, at this point, we already know what he's there for. Where any team that he goes to, we know what he's there for. I wish we still had him because we definitely needed him. But 5, 8, and 13, my guy, that's not going to get it done. That's not going to get it done. What's the next move? I mean, of course they're going to have to trade. Like, they've already shown. This is at the point where they've already shown the process is over. Trusting the process, remember that shit? Remember trusting the process? That's over. That's over. So at this point, it's not. It's it's, it's just a matter of uh, not if, but when and who they get rid of him for. Ben Ben Simmons is still an NBA player, and honestly, if you <laughs> if you translate the shit that you do in pickup games into the NBA, yo, and not all of it. Not that not the full thing, because I understand once you get back into the league, you know, you got to be more of a team player. Where in pickup game, you can go off. Hey, y'all go up to 13, you can have all 13 buckets. Yo, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I've seen I've seen worse shooters, or at least um, I, not even just a shooter in general, like I, I, not percentage-wise. I'm talking about release, talking about form, the whole nine. I'm not sure what it is, man. I'm not sure what it is. I mean, obviously, it got to be mental, right? Got to be mental. Oh, man. Um, that's going to be a tough one for Philly, man, because they, again, if, if it was a year for, for Philly to actually win a championship, let's talk about this. It would absolutely be this year. I mean, the shit is wide open. Everybody's out. Everybody's injured. Everybody's injured. The team that's going to win the championship is going to be the healthiest team. Don't have to be fully healthy; just got to be the healthiest in the right in the right uh, matchup, right moment. So, if there was look, you have no Brooklyn in front of you, you have no Lakers in front of you. The Clippers is not even looking promising because their main player is down. The three teams that I consider a championship or nothing type of teams is either out or all, or you know on the verge of being out because of injuries. That's it. So if there was any moment or any year, it would be this year. Even though you know people, some people feel like these injuries happen every year. No, stupid. Not not like this year. Don't be stupid. 
at the same time, it's not like the league is going to stop and say, yo, uh, AD hurt, Kawhi is hurt, Jamal Murray is hurt. All these players are hurt, uh, so let's restart. No, you got to keep going. Somebody got to be crowned a champion. Now, I will say this. The most exciting thing about this is that neither one of these teams has won the championship at all or in a very, 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 very long time. So we'll see what it is. Um, Brooklyn Nets, I must say, even though KD, KD, 48-9-6, that nigga went out blazing, and he went out gassed out, though. He was gassed out. Because that, that last three-point attempt, uh, Drew Holiday. And you might say, well, I mean, they they probably didn't play that good of a defense because he had dropped 48. Like, no, li- understand this. And it's somewhat similar to, to Iggy, even though I felt like they robbed Curry of a finals MVP. But it's kind of like the Iggy thing, where Iggy didn't stop Braun at all. He didn't stop Braun at all. He just made it difficult in certain moments, in pivotal moments. He made it difficult for Braun to either score or to make a good play. That was it. And that was the same thing Drew Holiday did with KD, is that he made it difficult for him to get to certain spots. He made it uh, difficult for him to get good shots, you know, including that air ball. There was there was there was moments I think in regulation in the fourth quarter where Drew picked KD up full court one time and made KD give up the ball and it was one of those things where Drew had the momentum defensively had momentum on his side for that for that for that time period because we already know if KD get going if them juices start flowing is you gotta mm, <laughs> you might have to get to him before the ball get to him if not it's over damn near. But in this situation, Drew Holiday got in his stance and was in his chest to the where to to the point where KD gave the ball up. And then in the last moment, when KD went for the game winning shot, came up short. He was gas. I mean, it could have been a it, it could have been. I mean, look, we were, we weren't there. We was watching it, but we weren't there, so we don't know how tired he was. It was an overtime. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, these this is what these cats are built for. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't I don't I can't I can't really tell you if he's gassed or not, even though the analysts and former players have said, you know, he was probably gassed out tired. You know what I'm saying? Um but look, when you are considered one of the best offensive players that we've ever seen, we're gonna hold you to a certain standard and it's just something that we didn't see back in the day like that. We just didn't. Um at the same time, man, like like I said, it, it, injuries, Kyrie Irving, ankle, James Harden. And, he, and, and even shout out to Harden because he still gave you 22-9-9 with a bad hammy. Obviously, that's not the same Harden. You could tell. You could tell. Because during the, season, during the regular season, shit, even with Houston, you could tell. That nigga didn't want to play for Houston. But you could just tell. Um, Blake Griffin showed up. You know what I'm saying? Seven, what was it? What do you have? What, eight, 17 or 18? 11 and 3? Come on, man. But you had niggas not showing up, though. <laughs> you had cats not. Joe Harris. 
<laughs> oh boy. It's a white boy in Atlanta that's about to get all of it. Because Joe Harris decided not to show up. Decided not to show up with his 10 points. Landry Shamit, I'm not sure what happened with that. He only played six minutes and gave us a, a rebound. You know what I mean? But as much as I want to talk about Brooklyn, uh, they got hit with the injury bug and KD showed up. You know what I'm saying? Is it, what else? I can't say anything negative about KD. I mean, if you want to go deep into the back and we want to talk about who's the best player now because KD got to the second round um, and, and, and Bron didn't. Bron is older, so we, we're going back to the whole media about the win again, who's the best player in the world. And because KD was the last impression, they're going to give it to him. But... We're talking about an East. We're talking about a trash East. A trash East. And even though you had one, you had one injured, one fully injured player that didn't step foot on the court, right? And then you had a half of a Harden. But you still, like, I, bro, I mean, if they're not going to give Braun an excuse, I can't give him an excuse. Joe Harris didn't show up. There's a lot of support with these uh, with these uh, with these role players on all teams. On all the teams, they had great uh, role players. They just decided not to show up. Joe Harris decided not to show up because he was a huge, a huge reason why they was getting getting W's in in the regular season and in the postseason. He just didn't show up this game. They said he's still in money. Got to go get him. Stephen A. said it was karma. I don't, yeah, that's what he does. I don't get that part. You know what I'm saying? Bringing up Blake Griffin hadn't, hadn't dunked in two years. And as soon as he gets to Brooklyn, now he's doing what he was doing when he was with the Clippers. That shit don't matter. I don't, I don't know about the karma part or whatever, but, you know, it's a headliner that sells. I just know PJ. I just know PJ and, uh, and, 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 uh, and Holiday, they combined for 24 points. But they play defense, though. And that's the thing, though. Like, Drew Holiday, I wouldn't say he's not known for scoring. Um, the highlight was on him. I mean, the 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 spotlight was on him uh, at UCLA. And then he didn't have to come into the league being a scorer. He's a defensive player that can score. You know what I mean? And he had huge buckets in that series. P.J. Tucker, the whole the same thing. He's a defensive player that can score, and he plays hard. Lopez showed up. Lopez almost threw the game, though. Don't think that I don't remember that. Get the fucking shot up, bro. Get the shot up. You get that shot up, and then and then at least draw iron. Um, KD, may, it's a possibility that KD doesn't get that shot off to send y'all into overtime. That was just a bad play right there on Lopez's part. Yet and still, I mean, because they won the game, I, his 19 and 8 looks looks better. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Middleton for actually showing up. 23, 10, and 6. Giannis had 40, 13, and 5. And they showed up. They actually showed up. And I, and I honestly have to give all the credit. Giannis did what he was supposed to do. You're not going to get no credit for a 40-point game. I'm not. I'm not going to give you that because that's what you're supposed to do. Middleton with 23, 
I'm not going to give you no credit for that because that's what you're supposed to do as a second option. I'm giving all of my credit to PJ and, Ho- and, and, and to Drew Holiday. That's what I'm giving my credit to because even though between them two and Giannis, just a small tad bit, got scorched, got scorched for 48, they still made it hard for KD to show up in certain moments. And he was, these were the cats that had five fouls. So I got to give my credit to them because they left it all out on the line. And they weren't scared to guard. Hear me when I say this. They was not scared to guard KD. KD is a seven-foot a seven fucking shooting guard slash point guard. That's almost damn near impossible. You know what I mean? The defense that he played on KD at, towards the end, that's the best you're going to play. And he still got a good look at the rim. He still got a good look at the rim. Any anybody under anybody under six seven is fuck. It's over. It's over. And basically anybody because KD kind of like fades away a little bit, just a tad bit to where, bro. That traject man. That's <laughs> that angle. It's hard for you to block that shot, man. So it's like you almost got to pray that that nigga gonna miss when he airballed. I mean, I, the first thing I thought was fatigue. You know what I mean? But who knows? Maybe it was just great defense with a little bit of fatigue. Um, but that's all I got, man. I mean, the, as far as the Clippers and Phoenix, uh, CP3 got to hurry up and get back. He should be. He probably be back before. He probably is. He'll, he'll probably be back before Kawhi because Kawhi got, Kawhi got ruled out of game two already. Uh, PG13. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you keep having these good games, they're gonna leave you alone. They're gonna leave you alone because at this point, we're not talking about the Indiana Pacers, uh, PG13. So we don't really expect much but to keep the goddamn Clippers afloat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And hope that Terrence Mann can continue to be a man and help you carry this team. Because if not, I for some reason, I feel like Kawhi may not come back or they try to force him to come back, you know what I'm saying, if, if, if they're looking at an, an elimination early. You know what I mean? And again, it's all about the injuries. So niggas is not about to Mr. Miyagi... Uh, knees and Achilles and all that other shit. So it, with a lot of these injuries, it take time, but we on the schedule. So PG-13 got to step up. Terrence got to step up. Shit, the whole squad got to step up. I mean, Rondo's on, over there. Playoff Rondo got to, at some point, got to activate. At some point, got to activate. Oh, to close out this show, though, man, um... I guess this is a this is a cool little small little story, but everybody knows I'm a Raiders fan. One of our defensive ends has recently came out as a gay player, and that's Carl Nasbitt. Um, he's solid solid player, man, solid player. But I know my boy, um, my boy Bass. I had recorded the show earlier, but um, it kept getting interrupted, so I'm re-recording the show that I've already had. But um, I knew I knew eventually my boy some I, I ain't gonna say my boy base, but I knew eventually somebody was gonna post it in the chat because they know I'm a Raider fan, right? And maybe it's just a hot topic in general about a player coming out as being gay or whatever, and he just happened to be a white player, you know? Um, and it was mentioned that he might be doing this for a little bit of clout and stuff like that. But this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is probably my um a white boy coming out. I don't it, look. None of this shit bothers me. None of this changes my household. 
None of this changes my mood or anything like that. I do understand. The one issue that I've always had was that it seems like the media, um, it seems like the media and folks, they care more so about the LBGTQ. Honestly, I don't know all the letters, right? Uh, But they care more so about their issues than the black issues. And I even, yo, shout out to the Drunken Knights. They was talking about how, and I, I think this was, a, this was a story for the past couple of days about black gays putting their gay issues up front before their black issues or whatever. And that seems to be an issue amongst the blacks and the gay blacks is that, you know, when it comes to uh, these issues and what we need to be talking about, what we need to be handling, and they're looking for our support, but it seems like the gay blacks are not supporting of the black issues, which I can't argue for neither side because I see support on both sides, and I <clears throat> and I can see where the sides are both fighting. I can see why. Uh, but to get back to the defensive end for the Raiders, I don't... I, they made it. They, this is the media again. The media is going to make it news or whatever. Now, he came out or whatever, and I kind of agree with base. Like, all this stuff should be private. At the same time, if we're ever going to be in a space where this is just normal to where there's a lot of people that criticize gay, gay athletes, you know what I mean? And we don't know what type of drama they go through inside a locker room. So I can't really speak for or against players that's in that situation. All I know is that if Cats is getting picked on, you know what I'm saying, for them to finally come out and say something, I salute that. Again, it doesn't change my household at all. And if that's walking this truth, that's so be it. That has nothing to do with me. The only thing that has to do with me is that I'm a Raiders fan. But he's been in the league and played for two other teams prior to coming to the Raiders. So I don't really – it's one of those things where I don't really care mind everybody's business. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a huge thing because we know how big it is for people to express or share their their preference because they know at one point it was frowned upon, people judge, they always got something to say, et cetera, et cetera. So now it is a thing to where people use their platform, no matter how small or large it is, to say, hey, look, this is my lifestyle. I'm finally letting this out. And I can accept that. I don't necessarily have to accept the lifestyle in general, but I could, I could, I could, I could respect that you came out and, and and spoke up for yourself again. And if it's not hurting me, then I ain't got no problem. Because in defense or or to counter that, they can say, well, if somebody comes out as a Satanism or some shit like that, that's between them and Satan and the Lord. They got to deal with that. I'm not going to say he's bold for doing that because we know how deep we know how we know what it is when it comes to that. You know what I mean? And I can't, but I'm not about to be judgmental about who, who cats love or like or whatever the case may be. And if they're not hurting anybody physically or mentally, then I'm cool. I'm cool. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So please, it's, it's, to me, it's corny. If you sending me something, like if you sending me this topic or, or this headline about a player, that's that's corny. I don't know, and nobody has sent it to me, honestly. Besides my boy posting it in the in the group chat, 
I've seen it on Twitter. I, I get to know that anything that happens with the Ra- if the Raiders sneeze, I get a notification. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't go through I can't go through a whole day without doing something about the Raiders because I get the notifications on my phone. Um, but I'm not gonna sit up here and like it, it's corny if you just I so he's a gay player and what that got to do with me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He could easily get released or trade or something like that because of his performance on the field and go play for another team. He ended up going to play for the fucking Giants or something like that. I'm not about to call Jarv and be like, Jarv, you got a gay DN on your team. Like, no, that's corny. I don't care about that. Can that nigga tackle? <laughs> Can he get to the quarterback? That's all I care about. I don't care if he like, I don't care if he like upside down Power Rangers. If the nigga can play football, let's go. But again, I say salute to him because he actually took the time out to share his preference and say, look, this is what it is. Accept me, boom. And hopefully he just go to work. That's it. Um, I'll holler at y'all next week. By that time, we will have a full fledged well, actually this week. Uh, the Eastern Conference is set. We got, listen to this shit, y'all. The Atlanta Hawks, right, against the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then we got, I got to give Trey Young some love. And then we got the Phoenix Suns versus the L.A. Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. No disrespect to none of those four teams, but all the disrespect in the world. This is about to be the worst finals, the worst conference finals we've ever seen in our lives. Not just because of lack of star power, because Devin Booker is, (laughs) whoa, we already know what it is. There's no Kawhi Leonard. Cats don't really like PG-13, right? Giannis is, Cats is still doubtful of Giannis, right? Um, he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any, I mean, if you're a basketball fan, you know who everybody else, you know who Drew Holidays is, you know who uh, the Chris Middletons is, et cetera, and the, 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 the Lopez, like I said, you know who these cats are. But for a household, they, none, they don't know them. They don't know them. And then when you look at Atlanta, they only know Trey Young because of his hair and how small he is. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? John Collins is my guy, though. I, I fuck with John Collins heavy. Uh, but shout out to Trey Young, man. He has really, he has, and, I, and I've already told y'all the story about Summer League, when him and John Collins was dogging the Knicks in the Summer League. It's like, well, he had, well, actually, I take that back. Trey Young had a bad summer, well, he had a bad um, uh, opening Summer League game versus the Knicks. He played, uh, he this little, I don't know what it was. He could have been tired. I don't know. Uh, John Collins played well, though. And, uh, but no, but he stuck with it, though. It doesn't matter about, doesn't matter how small you are. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter how fluffy your hair looks. The fact that he went in, he destroyed the Knicks, he beat Philly. That's impressive, bro. That's impressive, man. That's That's going on his resume. You know what I mean? And, I, like, again, shout out to KD because he went out shooting. You know what I mean? That's what I respect about that. There's not, I'm not going to count that against his record in the playoff. You lost against Milwaukee, but you did everything that you could do. Your teammates failed you on that one. But now you see how hard it is to carry a team. Shout out to Bron. Um, but, no, man, shout out to Trey Young, though. Trey Young. I mean, they say they think the league is in good hands. I got to see it consistently. You know what I mean? And please don't call Devin Booker the next Kobe Bryant. I get it. I get it. You know what? I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it because I'm not about to be like, 
I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. And, I, and I'll explain I'll explain next week probably why I roll with that uh, comparison. Even though he was a fan, he admitted it, he talked to Kobe, uh, this, that, and the third. Jason Tatum is the same way. But I'll explain that on another show. Open run with BTG. I'll see y'all next week.